a factual data creation facility production. Welcome to the Straight From The Desk podcast, a podcast where I discuss but three things. Two are topical, while the last can be considered as flexible. So sit back and enjoy. If you like what you hear, click on that donation link, which can be found within the show notes. Any donation will be appreciated. So let's get started. How are you doing today? First up, California-based Silicon Valley Bank, which primarily served the tech industry in the area it's named after, collapsed last week after a run of customers withdrawn the funds from their accounts. The bank couldn't cover said withdrawals, forcing the state and then the federal government to step in and take over operations. Silicon Valley Bank, known as SVB, was a darling of what is known as ESG, which stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance. ESG is just a fancy way of saying you're using so-called woke principles as a guide to running your business. This, of course, deviates from standard capitalist principles, which calls for stability and maximizing profits for the company's shareholders. This ESG failure gives credence to the saying, Go woke, go broke. It has come to light that SVB went a long period of time without a risk management officer, whose job would have been to prevent this situation. This is just one example of how this bank was apparently mismanaged. Two senior officers of the Silicon Valley Bank had very recently sold the bulk of their shares of stock in the institution, leading to accusations of corruption. Accusation that will, in time, probably be proven true. Many tech firms couldn't make payroll and startups are being forced to shut down. And so is the Fed making good on deposits over the $250,000 limit. Many sources are saying that this will usher in the Federal Reserve-issued digital dollar, but I don't think the powers that be are ready for that yet. The infrastructure for a central bank-issued digital dollar isn't quite ready yet. Although bank failures such as this one will be used to justify the inevitable switch to digital currency in the future. I mean, they need to sell it to the public somehow. As far as ESG principles being as a basis of running a business, just know that this administration is forcing this method upon the general economy. Centralized control is the goal of this. Yeah, be afraid for the future of the economy, as well as the nation. Next, China brokered a deal between the nations of Saudi Arabia and Iran, who haven't had diplomatic relations for about seven years. This was due to the two Middle Eastern nations fighting a proxy war in Yemen. The Iranians backed the Houthi insurgency, while Saudi Arabia backs the central government. What effect this agreement has on the war in Yemen remains to be seen. In the short run, it will probably result in a period of peace, which is a good thing. What isn't good is that the Communist Party of China is gaining diplomatic strength in areas where the United States previously diplomatically dominated. This had to be an embarrassment for the current administration and a sign that its foreign policy is in disarray. Have you heard about this development? Well, it's not like our biased, corrupt news media has covered it in any depth. Why would they? Most of the mainstream media is in lockstep with the Democratic political party. They know where their money comes from. 
and they wonder why viewership and trust in the news media is in the toilet. Heck, perhaps one day they'll need a bailout just like the Silicon Valley Bank. At the least, if they tow the Democratic National Committee line, it will keep all those three-lettered government agencies and their fully federal-funded non-governmental agencies off their backs. With their pesky censorship requests and so-called fact-checkers, what a mess. That's all I can say about this. Finally, support for the war in Ukraine seems to be wavering in this country. It isn't helped by the president of Ukraine, former comedian and actor Zelensky, who uses any and all opportunities presented to him to ask for even more billions of dollars of aid, on top of the $75 billion as of February that the United States has already given this country. In my opinion, a negotiated peace needs to be implemented. Though the Ukrainian armed forces have fought valiantly and, as the saying goes, has punched way above their weight class, it's only a matter of time for Russia to be victorious. Now why would I say this? If history was still taught in this nation's schools, many people in this country would know that Russia is fighting this war the same way they've always fought their wars. They overwhelm their enemies with superior numbers, target the civilian populations, and grind their opponents down into submission. And that's exactly what's happening in this war currently. Russia's population is triple the size of Ukraine's, so they can keep sending their soldiers into the meat grinder that the war in Ukraine has become. Russia can take the horrendous casualties that both sides are experiencing for far longer than Ukraine can afford to. It seems the Biden administration has realized this as the focus has now shifted to the People's Republic of China. While the mainstream media was all Ukraine all the time, recently I've noticed a shift towards negative coverage of China. Now, it's not that I personally disagree with this. Since the communist nation's inclusion into the world's diplomatic and economic system in the late 1970s, their behavior has been abhorrent. I just find it convenient that this shift has occurred at this particular time. I think it signals the winding down of the conflict in Ukraine, or at least the United States providing overwhelming support for it. You know, these days it's easy to make a switch of media focus, as our citizens have been sufficiently dumbed down over the years, thanks to a failing education system, which seems to prioritize leftist ideology over the basic reading, writing, and arithmetic subjects. Oh, let's not forget history. It's true that the younger generations can't even find Ukraine on a map of the world and seem to have the attention span of a goldfish. Lord help us. Now, before I wrap things up, Former President Trump released a statement saying that he expects to be arrested on Tuesday of next week. This stems from the so-called Stormy Daniels hush money scandal. Mr. Trump has called for nationwide protests to, and I quote, take our nation back. Whether you're a supporter of him or not, my advice is to stay away from such demonstrations. The best action here is to take no action. The elites and their leftist sheep would love to see massive protests, especially if they turn violent, which, if they do occur, probably will be because of the agent provocateurs that will be surely on the ground, from the government, Antifa, and a host of other lackeys. At the worst, violent demonstrations would give the administration an excuse to further curb our civil rights, and the best outcome would be the energizing of the leftist base, which is currently disillusioned with the Biden regime. 
Plus, all this would take attention away from the brewing Biden family scandal, which saw at least four members of the Klan receive large sums of money directly from the Chinese Communist Party. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. You can send comments, suggestions, or complaints to sftdpod23 at gmail.com. Take care, and I'll see you next time.